Ja. 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 Yeah. What? What were you doing? Why do you keep saying yeah? I don't know. Cause I'm stupid. Are you watching wrestling? No. Okay. Well, I feel like you're not listening to me. So? So, dude, you're my out. Look, I need you to. I can hear the wrestling. The following podcast is brought to you by Hardcore Grooming Products and Red Sky Guitar Repair. The links are in the show notes. And now, let's start the show. All right, this is Fuzz from RIP, and you're tuned to the Doom Doom Podcast. <laughs> Prepare to experience sexual magic. This is the Doom Tomb Podcast, the podcast for all things within the heavy underground, and we're going to go to a space, well, it gets pretty damn cold in the winter, and we have a lot to talk about, so here's the interview right now. So not too long ago, I was on Bandcamp and came across this band, really liking it, actually had me locked in for the week. Now, the name of the album is called Duality. And the band is called Zinc Vacuum, but I'm gonna I'm gonna test this for you. I'm gonna I'm gonna say this to you as a person listening to this music that you all know and you all love. Please go back and listen to this entire man's catalog. This stuff is absolutely incredible. I'm with the creator of this solo project called Zinc Vacuum. His name is, well, I'm just going to say it, Austin Barnett. How you doing, brother? Pretty good. How are you? Thanks for having me. Oh, absolutely, man. Absolutely. So I am in the Sonoran Desert, as we all know. Uh, and where are you located? Um, It's like a small farm town outside of Flint in Michigan called New Lothrop kind of in the middle of nowhere but okay yeah. so i'm wondering is is this isolationism uh in a bit is this what helps to create this music that you created i think so yeah because like my my main experience with music is through like albums and stuff like i've only been to a few live shows like there's not really a scene or anything around me and like I think like that's why I play all the stuff. Like there's just no one really to play with. Like, right. Like uh, Kevin Parker from Tame Impala. I know he like grew up in. I think it's like Perth or something in Australia. Like, pretty isolated too. Yeah, but and he's like a big inspiration for me. So. <clears throat> absolutely, man. Now I, you know, normally I like to warm up a little bit and get the juices flowing before we kick in, but. Man, it's called duality. I want to get into it right now because I not only want to talk about duality, but after I heard the rest of your catalog, I got to ask you questions about the rest of these songs because they have been intriguing me for quite a while now. Are you ready? Yeah, I'm ready. First track, Calamari. Now, <clears throat> like many other songs, and I don't know how you're going to do this, but this is definitely something that I want to see live. The fuzz that you create, the soundscapes that you create, but there's so much more. Like, Calamari? Um, are we talking about a squid? Is, is, is ink involved? Is it something that's like chewy, mild, with no backbone? I'm, I'm curious. Um, what is the impetus for this song? I mean, really, like, a lot of the stuff I do is, like, like, it's just, like, rhyming. Like, I try to rhyme as much of the line as I can. Right. Like, I'll get, like, attached to, like, one line, 
just the like the way it sounds. Like if I could, I would just say the same line over and over, just because I like how the words sound. Like they don't mean anything, but just the way they sound when I sing it. So like, um, like the line I had at first was like, "I'm so sorry." I'm like, okay, what rhymes with sorry? Calamari. I'm like, okay, that'd be a cool title. So, oh my gosh. you know, that's what I do for like tons of my songs. And then like, if like, there's kind of like little themes that just come up on their own. Like, uh, like the first line, like swallowing food in high mounts, like let's all renounce, you know, like, I don't know, maybe you could tie it to overconsumption or something or something like that. But that's not what I was thinking when I was writing it. Okay, um, just, you know, because you oh. also had the number 33 in this song. Yeah, yeah. Um, I don't know if that was intentional. Is this like some type of connection to Freemasonry or... Well, you know, here's the thing, dude. So I looked it up. Uh, personality traits for the number 33. Uh, nurturing, <laughs> devoted, spiritual, healing, inspiring, altruistic, creative, compassionate, and wise. Now... Uh, it says also said the master number 33 represents pure love. Hmm. Uh, its heart uh, is made of nothing but bright, warm light, and the universe has trusted it to shine this light on humanity. The master numbers each have a responsibility to the greater good, and it's the number 33's responsibility to support and um, uplift mankind and bring compassion to the world. Now, as I'm listening to this track, I don't know how deep this went, but is there possibly a connection to uh, a psychoactive substance that is involved with the creation of this song, or, or is, is is there a piece in there? I, I didn't know. really plan anything like the numerology or like stuff like that, but that's pretty interesting. I didn't know that. So you mean to tell me that you're some kind of subconscious genius? that <laughs> picks these words and when you when you when you mentioned the lyric and how you create the lyric i i really enjoy that because you're not only creating the music but the lyrical content the vocal is also a weaving form of musicianship and it comes across amazing i just like i i honestly didn't know i was like are you is this in the middle of like a dmt experience i really wasn't sure <laughs> no that That'd be something, but okay, okay, fair enough. <laughs> so, listen, um, I'm curious: is this album is is it a concept? Is there a running theme throughout it? Like, I guess if you really look at it, it could be like a storyline, but it's like very subtle. Like, but I did intentionally like connect the songs, but there's no like concrete story that I have. I mean, kinda. I, I don't know. It's very subtle, though. Okay. We're, well, we will continue because I did feel the slightest connection from Calamari into Muff Spatula. the lyric you know anima uh which according to is it jungian i think psychology is the feminine part of a man's personality or uh the soul especially the irrational part of the soul as distinguished from uh some other thing that i'm not really sure and then you have other words like uh aper ap aperture how do, how do you say that aperture i got it yeah yeah, it's, that's like an opening or a hole or a gap. So what can you tell me about this track and what defines a muff spatula? That's just one of those things where I'm just playing guitar and like singing. And it's just a phrase that like came out of nowhere. I'm like, okay, that's kind of interesting. And I, I don't know if it's like a subconscious like SpongeBob influence or something. <laughs> but um, <laughs> I don't know. Like that song too is like the rhyming thing. Like, 
just really trying to get as close of rhymes as I can, and then like a theme will come out. Um, I, I really I didn't plan it like a like a muff like <laughs> like a girl like that. That's not what I was thinking. I'm with um, you. It was probably from like a big muff, which was taken from that, but like oh, the big muff. Uh, oh, the pedal. But, oh god. Oh duh. Oh my gosh. Either it's either that <laughs> or well. You are in Michigan, and uh, maybe earmuffs or the the isn't it isn't that thing that people put their that fur thing they put their hands in called a muff? Um, maybe I don't know, maybe, <laughs> like a mitten. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, it's it's kind of like that exactly. Oh, interesting, interesting. I like this because I I wonder if uh, if if the substances created some of this, uh, and like I said again. Uh, without without you even consciously knowing of it um it's funny i was yeah. talking to somebody else recently that i was mentioning the same thing it's like sometimes you don't even know what is coming out of you and until maybe somebody else can yeah. take a look at it or examine it yeah that's cool absolutely absolutely man now we're gonna go to the next track training purposes right. calling robert spatula Hello? I don't know what's happening with Robert Spatula. I'm hoping he's okay. Uh, you know, I, 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 I'm not sure. Um, run away, run away, man. That's that's all I can tell. What can you tell me about training purposes? So, um, this was a song idea I've had, kind of like in, just kind of like in my, uh, I don't know, toolkit or something for a while. Like I had this one wrote before I made uh, the Maple Grove, and oh. I just never was able to get it realized or something. But um, and a killer release, by the way. We're going to talk about that soon. Well, thank you. But um, yeah, like this track, like I just kind of came into it with the rough idea, like those two sections, and. Like it just like in the moment, like it's like when you're recording, it kind of just like blew up, like with the like the strings and the, the piano and like all that stuff. Like I'm like, okay, that'd be cool, and then right, how it like just slowly morphs into that. Like I didn't even plan that. That was just like an, an in the moment thing. Hmm, very um, interesting. And you know, I'm I'm curious to like because what I have seen from your career so far, it's just been in the past few years, maybe around the past three years or so, were these yeah. ideas and concepts like lingering around in your head for years or did it just kind of come up at the moment and you're like, man, I got I just got to strike while the iron's hot. Um, kind of a mix of both. Like they weren't something that I've been like working on and trying to perfect for a while. Right. Um, this was just one that I like, like I have my files app and like, I'll keep like ideas in there and like just trying to get ideas for the album. Like, Oh, that'd be cool. That'd be a cool one to do. Right. So just kind of kind of a mix of both of those. Outstanding, my friend. Outstanding. So we're going to, we're going to move forward here because, you know, I hear this, this thing about calling Robert spatula in training purposes. And now all of a sudden out of nowhere, Robert spatula Mm hmm. He's found and he is dead. And now I don't know, <laughs> is is Robert Spatula and Jonathan dead? Jonathan's not dead. Jonathan not is not dead. OK, so uh, I guess the first question is, what can you tell me about Robert Spatula found dead? Um, so that, that track's, 
Um, yeah, that else. Yeah, no, but like I just had a bunch of like, like honestly, like, like when I would go places, like, I think it was like at my brother's basketball game. Like I would just went into my voice memos and just recorded the crowd, and then like really? I'll like add that in, like reverse it and stuff, and like, right, just make a cool like little interview or inter interlude. Um, but. Like the Robert Spatula thing, like I've been listening to the Beatles a lot, like just trying to get some like fresh influence and stuff. And like I noticed they, they'll just like make up little characters and stuff, like just yes. random names. But and, like, also, I think that's cool. But I, I, I feel that. like I heard a little Revolution Number no. Nine, like in this album, a little a little taste of that. All right. So Robert Spatula, we're having a problem with him. Jonathan's not dead. Jonathan's not actually a paper boy, I think. Yeah. But did Jonathan kill Robert? Yeah. shit here we are this is the link okay what can you tell me about john is a paperboy so that's kind of like an idea i had like i wanted to make something sound like innocent but then like verse by verse like reveal something to like slightly make it more not innocent i guess like kind of like maxwell silver hammer yeah yes. yeah like yeah kind of something like that but like just a different music style right but um yeah that's basically the basic idea i had behind it now i know you, you were mentioning that you're going down a little bit of a beatles rabbit hole um as as myself um there was a a thing on um oh god who did it was it the guy from um wasn't the guy from lord of the rings was it the the, the there was a, a a beatles um a kind of a documentary of sorts of them creating the album or creating an album uh and it was on apple plus did you get the chance to see that i saw one of the episodes like, like the get back thing yeah i'm kind of well i'm yeah i'm kind of get i'm i think i'm like maybe two episodes in it, it's kind of like a time crunch and it's a it's a it's a, it seems a little bit of pressure with them yeah yeah that, that but, was pretty cool to see like all their personalities interact and stuff it really was. And to say, like, you know, like over all these years, you're like, oh, my God, you know, you heard the Yoko stuff. Oh, she she broke him up. She broke yeah. him up. And like she was kind of just sitting there. It wasn't yeah, like she was just a piece like, of it. Much. Maybe she got a bad rap. I mean, don't get me wrong. I'm not really a big fan of her music. I'm, I'm sure somebody is somewhere <laughs> if you like caterwauling. And I'm, I'm not bashing it. I'm just saying it's not for me. Uh, there's plenty of people that don't like my music, and that's okay. That's cool. Uh, so, um, all right. So, what is there anything else that you can uh, tell me about John is a Paperboy? Is this a setup, possibly, for one of the future songs, or are we ending something by this track? Um, I'd say it keeps going. I'd say it, it, it's still connected after this track, I'd say. Fair enough, because we do go into the next track, which is called Menacing medicine. going down the opioid route <laughs> um that's not what i had in mind but i i think that'd be a valid interpretation for it okay what can you tell me about it brother so this one i was kind of going for like a like nirvana mi mixed with like queens of the stone age vibe 
nice. like in terms of the music. And um, I don't know, like this is one of those songs where I, I, I just like how the words just create a vibe. Like they don't really mean much, but just the vibe they create. Um, mm -hmm. Like, and like between the verses, like there's, I liked how it was like, because like one verse is bash it in, the next one's cash it in. Yes. And then like ambulance and amulet, I thought that was cool. And like even just menacing medicine, like those two words sound very similar. Like if you're listening to it, it sounds like the same word twice. So I yes. just like that, like just playing with the phonetics, I guess, of it. Like, And it's so funny because as you're saying that, uh, I was thinking that I'm like, again, not a, you know, a nod to that Nirvana era, uh, making it absolutely positively your own, no copy. Um, and like, sometimes the words are just there and you do what you want with them as a listener. And the, even that yeah. is, I just, I just absolutely love it, brother. Um, yeah, that, that, that really brings us into this next track, which I'm, I'm interested in, uh, oxytocin vertigo. start it because it starts out to me like i feel i haven't been punished for the past you know six tracks or so i've been enjoying the fuzz really getting this vibe that you're you're putting off but now i get a breather i i really do i get a little breather and i am and at the same time i'm exhausted trying to figure the story out and I, I, it, so uh, Oxytocin Vertigo has a, a special spot in the album. What can you tell me about this track? Like I thought about it, like the connection to the rest of the tracks and like, I feel like it could be like from the perspective of, of someone who knew. <laughs> it sounds so stupid talking about it. Like you just have no. to laugh. But like someone who knew the Robert Spatula guy, like grieving his loss or something i don't know but that, um that's absolutely amazing that's that's fantastic man because you're you're what you're doing is you're enveloping you're creating this story that like i mean for myself like i was intrigued i had to listen to this album several times to like to say like well where 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 exactly is he going with it so you hooked me brother you hooked me in i think like the vertigo thing might be like a sabbath influence because I remember, like, I, I think there was, like, a company called Vertigo. Like, like they always had Vertigo on their records or something. Impossible. Um, but I feel like that came out, and it just sounded cool. I thought the two words looked cool. Um, and, like, Oxytocin Vertigo, like, that was another thing that just came out of, like, looking for exact rhymes. Well, I can I can give you something that, uh, that, that caught my eye. We have... Treaty of Versailles is in this track. Yeah, yeah. Um, interesting turn of phrase because maybe it, it was like I think it was, I believe it was like a, a peace treaty. So in a sense, we're finding peace. But for this track specifically, and we're going back to what you said earlier, you said something, uh, you know, in regards to the rhyming scheme or how it flows. Uh, you know, and how you can sing it, and and maybe you would want to use one phrase over and over. And I have that one for this track, and it's epidermic indigo. Fucking, yeah! Holy shit! Are you kidding me with that track? Are you kidding me with that? Because like, <laughs> I was like, that is even though it's two words, it's a great lyric, and it Thank drew you. me in. Um, now, for for this track, is is. Is this possibly the end of a war of sorts, or um, is it is it possibly some type of rebirthing? 
I th- yeah, I think you could say that. Um, okay. Yeah, one of my fave tracks, uh, easily. And thank you. W- and we're we're going to um, we're going to move on to this other track. I'm trying to figure out what the hell's going on here. Ubiquitous <laughs> dent. The artist was always the beneficiary of the ubiquitous dent. No, Ronger Shankin did not say that this was a mere cataclysm of our eon century. No, far from it. General Ubiquitous led his grand stairwell down to the pool shaft. Upon arrival, millions upon, frankly, centuries. This has been sincerely your favorite. Thank you, Bill. Here's the weather with Steven. Dude, what's going on with this track? Talk to me. So, <laughs> this was just like, I don't I don't even know. I just like grabbed my phone and like, I, ju- I was just speaking into my phone. Like, just gave this weird rambled speech that just like, <laughs> I don't even know where it came from. Like, I didn't plan it or anything. It just <laughs> came out of nowhere. And like you think it's going one place, then it's like changes to another thing. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I, apparently, there's some new character, Ronker Shankin. I don't know. Yeah, we're we're gonna have to figure out who this person is, and uh, is, is there an issue with them? Is there? I don't. I don't know. Um, <laughs> hmm. Yeah. Now, here's the thing with this: the glass shatters. I hear it shatter, and we hear Robert Spatula. What? What's happening? It, it it hit me with a somewhat suspenseful sense of horror, in a way. Um, yeah. Not that it not you know it's not of a horror genre by by any means. But it hits me of something where it's like, not only did I enjoy that track, whichever track it was, but I need to hear what the rest of it is because I want the end of the story. You know what I'm feeling? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, I feel like I, I kind of tried to give it like a doom, doom feeling. Like, mm-hmm. I don't know, me personally, like I love stories that like have a bad ending, like that. <laughs> aren't like oh all the good guys won you know like i don't know i think it's just more interesting that way you know what and you and me both i i enjoy that i i like um you know if i see an ending i really enjoy an open-ended an open-ended ending um yeah yeah. i find that you know so so you decide you figure out what the what the real story is now okay so so that so that's the album duality and fantastic now i'm interested because it's much different um than your colors release we got some space prog here i could easily imagine uh the colors release as a uh soundtrack can you tell me uh like how did the whole album uh for the colors release come about and what 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 were you trying to come across or what 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 uh ideas were you trying to tell everyone that was like right around when covid first hit right and like that year i was like just graduating from high school so like like with covid i had all this free time and like i was always busy with school and everything and like i wanted to that was like my first like real music project i've ever done gotcha. so like um I don't know. I wasn't exactly sure because there's no lyrics or anything, so you can like name them whatever you want. But right. Um, I don't know. I kind of like the idea of like. I don't know. I was just thinking like, what? I thought it'd be cool to like assign each track a color and be like, what color does this track sound like? And I'm like, okay, this one sounds like this, 
this one sounds like that um yeah yeah there's a lot of like a lot of tame and pala influence on the, that one um like with the phaser guitars and even the drum tone and the synths uh a lot of like pink floyd like i wanted to mix like the or i love like tony iomi solos from black sabbath like i want to mix those solos with like the synth chords from like tame and pala i thought that'd be a cool uh cool combination oh hell yeah and yeah the whole thing was done on my ipad on garage band incredible and Thanks. you know it's funny that like i, I mean you <clears throat> you picked my favorite color because i i don't know why i am drawn to purple i don't know why and not only that it was the first track off of colors which was purple uh you seem to have a purple motif to the majority of your material um yeah. is there something that you're drawn to with that color i just really don't like the color to be honest like i just think it, everything looks cooler purple honestly and i used to i used to listen to the white stripes a lot like my dad always listened to them and we would listen to them together and like they have like the red motif yeah so i was kind of influenced by that to just do it purple you know that makes sense man i mean they have their whatever starlight candy looking motif yeah, yeah. i even <clears throat> i i uh i belong to the vault um where i get the, the you know the vault subscriptions from um what it was uh third man records and uh oh my gosh uh, some of that stuff is so so beautiful looking and oh such oh you know that that kind of brings me to something uh before I, we go into any anything else um is there a chance that any of this material is going to see some physical product i've thought about it i definitely want to do like a vinyl i thought about doing it with the duality one right um it is a lot shorter like it's only 22 minutes long yeah um so i don't know but, but i definitely want to in the future okay i, I think know, it'd be cool to do finals i do have to say again for anybody listening it's, it's a testament if you're talking a 22 minute album and i'm i'm like fucking i'm enthralled like i gotta i gotta listen to it over and over again please it, you know okay. if you want just stop just stop listening right now and go listen to this album i just I can't say enough good, which is not only for this album, but another album that you put out called The Maple Grove. And I thought yeah. this was extraordinary. It's life and death, and then it will continue over and over again. There was a, a somewhat like a new age artist. His name was Michael Hedges. And he put out albums like that. Uh, I have to look up the album that he put out. I used to listen to it, but uh, uh, frequently. But it was, um, oh man, it, it was it was a similar similar theme. So, can you tell me what was the process for creating the Maple Grove? Yeah, yeah. So, um, so during this time, this was like right after I had, uh, got out of high school. I was working at like this wood shop. Um, yeah, I it, I just thought it was really ironic because like we were in this wood shop, you know, like working with the wood and cutting and everything. But then like surrounding it were like all these trees, and like there's like this woods I would go to on my lunch break and like play guitar and everything. I just thought it was like funny how like I don't know. It's almost like the trees are like dying in the in the shop and then they're like, like all watching it around it i thought it was an interesting pair pairing i guess i don't know yeah like almost watching a slaughter yeah wow yeah i went <clears throat> i have seen some people uh that have hooked up i don't know whatever the hell they hook up some kind of electronic or whatever to like mushrooms They've hooked them up oh, to yeah. pieces of wood, and you hear what the sounds are. Mm -hmm. It's kind of eerie in a way because you just look at it, and it's like, dude, it's a, it's a fucking tree. And what does it have? Yeah. But it, there, there's a life force within everything, and it kind of makes you wonder. Like as I was hearing the Maple Grove, 
I'm like, yeah, man, this is, you gotta, you got, like, when you go outside, even just to go outside, man, just take a look at something and just wonder at it for just like a, a minute. Um, yeah, yeah. Because there's so much wonderment in life. And uh, the Maple Grove album really, like, reminded me of that. And <clears throat> so, uh, full disclosure, here's what I do. So I, I take a hit or whatever, and I listen to the album, and I get what I get out of it. And and then um, my dog is, like, usually at my feet. And I'm like, all right, buddy. Uh, well, his name is Jack. But I'm like, all right, Jack, you you know, you want to, you're ready to go out? And we go out, and just like, yeah, man, just kind of looking around. It's it's kind of amazing. And I, I'm getting this vibe that maybe you were feeling that similar experience. Yeah, yeah. Honestly, it was exactly that. Just like, just like, whoa, like, these trees are all alive, I guess. I don't know, just like looking closer, I guess. And it, it was interesting too, because like the area I was in, it's like Maple Grove Township. So like, that's why it's called the Maple Grove. Right. Just because that's where, Woodshop was, and there's just like all these weird connections. So I'm like, I'm just gonna roll with that, I guess. I love it, man. And we have to move on to something different. And you know, I normally, honestly, I would probably just kind of end the interview here, but we got to talk about this other this other release because I got way too many fucking notes. <laughs> to be honest with you, <laughs> the single series. So I like this. You put out a bunch of singles, and then you put it out as a complete project. Uh, do you mind? Yeah. Do you have Do you have the time? Can we go over some of them? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. That'd cool. be cool. Right on, brother. All right. So temperature is what we kick off with. Spacey vocals. Period. Uh, there um, is this a, is is this possibly something about the valuelessness of the current education system and and, and climate change? I, I wasn't re- really quite sure. The whole song's very cynical, like mm-hmm. and almost like narcissistic sounding. Like I'm right. I know this stuff's all wrong, but like um, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but. Kinda, yeah. Okay, okay, fair enough, fair enough, my friend. I appreciate that, and we're we're gonna continue. And I apologize if I'm taking up a bunch of your time, but I really just, I, you know, no, it's almost like all. I'm almost kind of purging. I'm, I'm getting this out because really enjoyed this album as well. Uh, liminality. Now, the definition um, is the transitional period or phase of a rite of passage during which the participant lacks social status or rank, remains anonymous, shows obedience and humility, and follows prescribed forms of conduct, dress, etc. Is this a continuation of the thoughts in temperature? Um, I think it could be. Like, I, I didn't really plan it like that, but, like, okay. I feel like just, like, the just how things were for me at that time period i feel like they kind of just they kind of just go together based on like what was happening to me around that time i guess you were feeling it Um, man i could i could see it in the lyrics you were feeling whatever was happening yeah like just a lot of like isolation and like even that one's kind of doing like the word thing too like trying to get close rhymes but um it does kind of get more like Yeah, it's kind of both of that. Yeah. Okay. All right, man. And we're going to move on to Lizard Brain. Mm. Yeah. Uh, Definition of this. Uh, Many people call it the Lizard Brain because the limbic system is about, um, about all that a lizard has for brain function. It is in charge of fight, flight, feeding, Fear, freezing up, and fornication. Oh, that was nice alliteration right there. 
Um, the yeah. sympathetic. <laughs> hey, your lyrics right there. Uh, sympathetic nervous system uh, is is engaged. Uh, and I still, honestly, personally, I feel like it's connected to the first two songs. Then it switches at somewhere around this, uh, I don't know, 250 something mark or whatever. I forget. Uh, but but to this like Hendrix like solo. Yes. Yeah. Jimi Hendrix like solo. And I got to be honest with you, man, because Hendrix did this, I love the split in the headphones. What can you tell me about Lizard Brain? Um, yeah, that's cool that you like that Hendrixy part. Like, that almost wasn't even in there. Like, that was just me, like, just noodling around on, like, testing out, like, where the mics were and everything. And, like, like I just recorded drums and like okay the drums sound cool let's try and bass and everything like it wasn't even wrote and like okay this actually sounds pretty cool so let me just put it at the end of the song um but um yeah like lizard brain <laughs> there was this one girl that I used to work with and like she like got a lizard or something and like I, I liked her a little bit, and I, I thought it was just like an interesting combination. Like, I just connected that with the, uh, yeah, she had a lizard, and then the lizard brain part. <laughs> okay, okay, Austin. So you know, you know, I gotta ask the question, man. Anything happen? No. <laughs> Is it you still got you still got no. a little bit of the hots for her? Or? No, we. I don't work there anymore. I haven't seen her in a while, but. Fair enough. Fair enough. <laughs> I'm sure she's pining after you. I'm sure. Oh, I, yeah. I almost guarantee it. All right, man. <laughs> I interest. <laughs> All right. So we're going to move forward uh, just for the sake of comfort. Oh, look at that comfort. Comfy web. Look at that. Um, hmm. Uh, I got this feeling like it's the relationship where the comfort is unequivocally intoxicating yet you feel it's wrong and on top of that you're absolutely right it is wrong or the song could just be about sex i don't know what can you tell me about comfy web yeah it's pretty much exactly what you're saying like um just something that feels good in the moment but like you know it's bad for you like I, don't, I thought it was interesting, just like, like, oh, this web feels like so nice and soft, but like it's a spider wrapping you up to eat you. Like, mm -hmm. you know, it could be a relationship, like a bad relationship or drugs or anything like that, you know? Yeah, just uh, the listener just takes it for what it, whatever they want to take it as, really. Yeah. Would there, uh, is there a chance that a lizard would be involved? <laughs> all right all right fair enough fair enough um we're gonna we're gonna move forward to this next track the ostrich files and this is another one where i'm like i don't know where your brain's at man but i mm, what, what's the what's the old man uh phrase it's like i like the cut of your jib because <laughs> the ostrich has knowledge this is this is my interpretation by the way the ostrich has knowledge without it being shoved down its throat because it buries its head in the ground like it it, it doesn't get affected by outside influence therefore it can come to its own logical conclusions um what can you tell me about this track um so i just want to point out like there's been multiple people that have done that, but like, so many people have called it the ostrich files, but it's like it's like the ostrich flies, like. Oh shit! Oh, hold on a second. So many people have done that. I, am I don't know. So sorry. Wait a minute. No, you're fine. You're fine. Hold on. Wait. The ostrich. Oh, fuck me, raw Jesus Christ. <laughs> oh man, I am so sorry. I. You know what? It's old man eyes, man. I'm looking at it with old man eyes, but okay. The no, but it's not just you. Like, there's been multiple other people that have done that, and like, 
I don't know if it's because ostriches don't fly or something. And like it, your it, brain just like rejects it. Or... Wow. See, d- dude, again, again, you're going with shit that <laughs> it's like, I don't know what you're doing subconsciously, man, but you're creating something that's it's not ordinary. It's extraordinary. <laughs> it's that little something extra. I, what was that? Was that in, that might have been the movie Waiting? I'm not sure. It was a cheesy movie. It's not important. Okay, please talk to me about the track. Um, so originally it was like, I'm like talking about like religion, like, uh, like the first two verses, it's like, uh, burn for eternity and then, uh, paradise guarantee. So then like, I kind of went off of that and like made the ostrich like, some mythical flying ostrich that like knows everything i don't know um i feel like because like a lot of the songs on this album have like a religious connection and it's just like the area where i am like most people here are pretty religious and okay uh, that's fine but like i'm personally not so Mm -hmm. like it's just like um i feel like that's a pretty big influence for like a lot of the songs on this album just like okay take something religious and like making it into another thing are are you looking at the people that are religious as are you are you like in some kind of journey where you're like why like why are you doing this kind of yeah 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 i get you man it's it's interesting <laughs> to see uh, especially with faith where people sometimes don't even know they're like what are you i'm this i'm this i'm this well why is it was it choice or was it just because well your parents were so you are well it's not yeah. a genetic trait um mm-hmm. so yeah i get i I, you know what, honestly, yeah, thank you. Because I wrestle with that too, and I see it, and I'm like, but why? But why Why are you drawn to this? And yeah, man, that makes total sense. And I gotta tell you, honestly, if I saw an ostrich flying, I'd get the fuck out of the way because it's a rather large bird. And have you, have you ever seen anybody cooking an ostrich egg? I mean, it's fucking huge. Oh yeah, those are huge. Oh, it's insane. Uh, we're gonna move on though. <laughs> Because we're going to go to um, No Go, Nova, in Spanish, I guess. Uh, yeah. And, and what I wrote for this was, give me this vibe. Give me this vibe. I want this. I love this. You're showing off the guitar skills, but it's more than that. It's a lot more than that. And I, I feel that at times, grooves can be legendary. And they will carry you for years and years. And when it hits... You know, this is one of those songs where I feel the vibe, I I get the groove, and there's stuff that I will hum when I'm at work or whatever, and it's stuff that I heard 40 years ago or whatever. It still resonates. There's something about certain syncopations, certain beats, certain vibes, certain chords. What can you tell me about No Go? Um, so, like, the words, like... These are just like, honestly, kind of scratch vocals where I'm just like, like this is what I'll do when I write songs, just like say stuff like that. Like it doesn't mean anything and they're just like placeholder. Right. But um, I, I just thought that they worked for this song and I just like, they're like going through like a guitar amp and a phaser and there's like tons of, tons of delay on it. And I just like the texture it gave it and to kind of like contrast that with the guitar riff part um right maybe like some like wish you were here pink floyd influence with the synths yes Um, like uh welcome to the machine or something i don't know um yeah yeah but like this whole album like i've been it was really me like getting into odd time signatures and like messing with that because like this whole song's in five i'm pretty sure yeah it's in yeah i'm gonna take your word but yeah, <laughs> I have no idea. But I mean, I, I I just I just know what I like. That's really it, and I'm not 
you know, you know, some people can talk about the bridge, the pre-chorus, the chorus, I don't know. I'm like the refrain. I'm like that's that's great. I got I really should study music theory a little bit and not come off as such a a, a moron with this. But yes, um, I get that. I, I got that a lot with this um, uh, over over duality, where the singles they're very. It's a lot of experimentation in my part or, or, or on, on my side. But I feel yeah, that I, I I haven't found a track that doesn't pay off. So whatever your your vibe is, whatever you got going out to the masses, I don't know, man. I'm there. I'm 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 all over it, man. I, I freaking love it. Um, I appreciate. Oh, thank yeah, you. it was definitely a lot of experimentation. Like, like none of the songs have like the same. Like honestly. It, it was more like me from a producer perspective, like messing around with different microphones and different tones really more than it was the song almost. But like it, it was the song too, but like it's more just seeing like what sticks and like, oh, I like that combination and stuff, you know? Uh, absolutely, man. Absolutely. Now, we move to this final track here. Stairway Elevation, by far the longest track. Um, yeah. Now you were you were mentioning this the uh, some of these tracks dealt with the the area that you're in and the um, the religiousness or the or the faith based people that are around you. Um, I'm wondering if this has something to do with the ascent to heaven or another life. I mean, um, you know, there's 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 a I'm looking up the lyric and it was. Um, a place to it at the right at the end about running out of time mm -hmm. um i honestly wish that this song didn't run out of time i wish there was more to this song i appreciate where it is i and i love it i could i could listen to a 30 minute track of this what can you tell me about stairway elevation this song is honestly probably the song i'm most proud of that i've made like i feel like I don't know, just like in terms of how each section like flows into each other. And I just, I, this is one of my favorite songs I've done. Um, it it kind of does like the lyric thing where just I'm looking for rhymes, but. Um, right, right. It also does like the religious theme too. Like um, it kind of just like a, I don't know, like it's not just like, I don't know how to describe it just like a basic sense of like i don't even know how to describe like spiritual awakening just like stuff there you like go. that yeah. yeah yeah and you know what uh like i said to everybody else man just go listen to it why don't you hear it for yourself hit up austin and um you know tell him you dig it man and 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 see where what journey you can go on through these tracks now so, oh my God, I'm a, we're getting, we're, we're, I know, we're coming towards the end. And I am exhausted because I have heard duality and I've gone through the, the, the zinc vacuum single series, uh, which was, oh, it was, yeah, that was a journey right there. And we even have another track. We're not done. We got one more for you right <laughs> here. And that <laughs> track is called More. Thank you. And it's just a little more. Uh, straight up yeah. 70s retro stoner rock uh, I felt oh, yeah. the improv I felt it as like even before I read your notes I was like I feel he's he's um, he's vibing and then he's going on something and finding this space and like there was this there was a spot around maybe the 128 mark or something it hits all levels of pure amp worship which yeah. brings <laughs> brought it back from from the 70s retro sound right to current and mm. honestly there could always be more so what can you tell me about more um this one's like really like sleep inspired like dope smoker sure just like the droning riffs um i feel like it's a lot of like the first black sabbath album inspired too like with the jazzy drums and stuff like that um 
Yeah, it's like it's honestly kind of similar to what I said about like the Hendrixy part in Lizard Brain. Like it's really just me like testing out like like I just got these new symbols and I was like seeing how they would fit in the mix and everything. Okay. And just like yeah, the words don't really mean anything, but I I don't know. I think it's kind of funny like because it's like the last single it's like should i do more singles or something i don't know (laughs) (laughs) well i'm interested because you know i've heard the singles i've heard colors i've heard duality and now i'm hearing more um is this the future like i guess what i'm going to ask you is well what what's the future for zinc vacuum as far as upcoming releases um I plan on doing an album. I think I'm gonna do a self-titled album to just kinda like combine all the stuff I've done. Like like on duality I, I made a point to not do any guitar solos, to like just focus on like see what I could do without guitar solos. Cause I feel like guitar is what I'm best at. So I'm like, okay, let's see what I can okay. do with what I'm worst at. And this next one i want to like combine like the the melody like the riffs uh the odd time signatures but then also bring back the solos and everything so kind of just like to tie it all together in a way absolutely and then you can show everyone your superpowers yeah (laughs) hell yeah brother hey man I really appreciate you hanging out. Um, is there a is there a chance that do you have an idea of maybe because you I don't know you seem to be pounding out material. Is this going to be a project that we're going to see in a few years, or is this something closer to maybe this year or next year? I want to get it out by by fall. Really, like really? I have all the. Yeah, I have all the song ideas getting put together right now. I just got to like finish the lyrics and then get it all recorded. And I'm I'm wanting to start playing live and stuff. Like I've been meeting some guys that want to do that, you know, and like I, I really just want to start going live too. Right. So I'm looking forward to that. Well, that's going to be my next question. So would if if you were to do it live uh, would you flesh it out as a band and maybe how many uh, band members would be in it? I always I always wanted to do it as a three-piece. Um, okay. Me on guitar and singing. Um, I don't know. Like I know some people don't really like three-pieces. Like They think it can sound thin like with the solos, like there's not a guitar there. But I don't know. I honestly really like the sound of just like just a solo and like just the bass underneath it. Yeah. So I would do it as a three piece. I've seen many three pieces in my day and uh I don't know. You wanna you wanna tell me Rush was shit? No, I don't think so. Yeah. You wanna tell me like the yeah. band Mothership didn't ha doesn't have, you know, sick grooves? No. No, 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 no. You do what you want. I mean, shit, if you can make it a two piece, make it a two piece. I understand you gotta flesh it out. Uh and that's that's really interesting. So um, so can people like hit you up, like maybe on social or something if they're looking uh if they're in your area yeah um just on instagram would probably be best just uh just zinc vacuum music you know and as you said that and i've said that that title a few times now it makes me think zinc vacuum you want to talk about it yeah um so i used to be called Austin Barnett and the Wallace Sound. Um, it's it, it's like very long, and I just felt like I don't. Know, I think it's cool, but I don't think it's very brandable. Right. And like, like even just talking about it, like it's just awkward to say, like, "Hey, listen to Austin Barnett and the Wallace Sound." Like, <laughs> <you know? laughs> so like I, I wanted to brand it a little better. So I just like wrote down a bunch of names I thought were cool, and. I'm like, oh, zinc vacuum, that's cool. Like, it's kind of just like, like Led Zeppelin or Iron Maiden, like pick a type of metal and then a word after it. Yeah. Um, 
So it doesn't really mean anything. Like, I just think it sounds cool and it, it would look cool, like printed on stuff. Um, and plus like, there's no one else with that name. Like, so like when you type it in, it's going to be the first thing that comes up online. It sure does, sir. It sure does. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, before we let you go and I, you know, every once in a while, I'll just ask a, a random question here. So is there any place uh, in your area that is a, a spot to eat at that you think that the it should be franchisable? Like you think that the whole country should have this this eatery? There was a new Mexican place that came into New Lothrop called uh, uh, Don Felipe. I really like that place. Like, I mean, I'm sure there's other places like it, but. I, I really like their food. and So, Austin, brother, thank you so much for joining us. And we look to your new material. Uh, we're, we're, I think, maybe in the fall that's possible. Um, we don't need to really push it because you put out so much material already. And uh, yeah. please, everyone, go through the material, enjoy it, absorb it. And, uh, Austin, thank you much for joining us. Thanks for having me. I really enjoyed doing this. Thank you. Thanks, brother. Cheers. Well, wow, that was kind of a long one, but it was well worth it. We went over the entire catalog, incredible material, but the album that is out now is called Duality. Let's hear the first track off of that release. This is Calamari. so much for tuning in to the doom tomb podcast and if you can please like subscribe tell a friend follow us on social media on doom tomb or doom tomb podcast ian from no masters audio you can hit him up on instagram he does all things sound for the doom tomb and would you like to talk about your song please do 
It's DoomTunePodcast at gmail.com. Get on and talk about the song. And if you want to hear more music like this, please head over to CraniumRadio.com. I have a show Sunday, 6 to 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Listen in for music, talk, whatever we get to. All these links there in the show notes, much like the links for Zinc Vacuum and Red Sky Guitar Repair, located in Scottsdale, Arizona, and Hardcore Grooming Products. There is a link for 15% off. It's Drop B, all in capital letters. So, hey, man, do your beard a favor and head over to Hardcore Grooming Products. All right, everybody, thank you so much. We'll talk to you soon, probably at a show. Support your bands, buy some of that band merch, and above all, keep it heavy. Keep it heavy.